normally when I come on the air like this, I'd be super excited and happy, but right now I'm on here and I ain't happy. So what's up, y'all? Thanks for hitting the download button. It's M16, and you're checking out the radio show, The Aftermath. I have a special uh, bonus episode with my homeboy from the podcast, My Black Friend. We're going to go ahead and bring him on. Big Debo hanging out. He's going to get the high-budget applause. Usually I have a bunch of happy shit to say and or feeling pumped up, and I'm neither of those. But regardless, <laughs> Debo, man, appreciate you, you know, being a, guest, being a guest on the show again, man. Thanks for coming on. I would normally be, like, super thrilled that you're upset. And I know the reason why you're upset. Normally that would bring me so much joy, but I, it's – not not today, brother. Not today. I, I feel your pain, and I, and I'm gonna just let you know, I'm here for you, friends. <laughs> but it's still funny. <laughs> um, so, so the reason for this bonus episode, and again, happy to have my good buddy Big Debo hanging out with me here, <laughs> um, is I need to I need to vent. I need to like. You know, some people go on social media and post and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and that's fine. That, but that's me. when that's you kind of got hands up, that's me. <laughs> when you have an outlet like what you and I have, you go and you you take it to the streets for real, and you talk about it. Mm-hmm. So get creative. So we're recording this. Um, it's not too long after the game has happened. So if you've been mm-hmm. listening to the show for any point in time, you know that. Two out of the six hosts on this show are Saints fans, me and my brother EZ. And um, mm. yeah, man. Um, Shout out to EZ because he, he couldn't make it. He couldn't make it, obviously, because uh, I understand the pain. Trust me. He's. Um, and I might reach out to him to see if he got a few seconds to come on here and scream and curse because he's pretty, he's pretty uh, irritated too. But, oh, man. So. Here it is, Debo. Mm-hmm. If this, uh, I'm so fr- like I'm I'm never at a loss for words when I'm on the air, but yet here I am at a loss for words. Well, let's tell the people why you really upset. You're upset because you know in the NFC divisional round uh, to go to the NFC championship, the Saints were hosting their playoff game against Tom Brady, who they've beaten twice. This year, the and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and unfortunately, third time's a charm. It happens. It, it happens more often than not. If you face a team three times in a season, and the last time being in the playoffs, you're going to probably beat them. It happened to Pittsburgh. It it, it happens. That's why it was poised to happen. I just didn't think it was going to happen. Well, it shouldn't have happened. They got mm-hmm. 21 points off turnover, which. Mm-hmm. Totally frustrates me. It completely frustrates me. Um, Drew Brees was not good. Um, but was he supposed to be though? Like that's my question. I didn't watch the game just to let you know, just because I told you Friday because I was bitching Friday during football, right? And I told you I wasn't going to watch the game, and I didn't. I actually was playing two K and play on my son. And so I just found out about it on Facebook, and that's why I reached out because I knew you would need to vent. But like, wasn't he hurt this year? Yeah, he uh, he had a problem with his ribs and a collapsed lung and everything. But you know, we did fine without him. We went. That's um, pretty we missed, significant. Um, 
Yeah, but, I mean, it's not just built around one player. Like, we have a really good team. This is probably the best defense that the Saints have had in the Sean Payton era, especially this year. Um, The defense was like the strength of the team and the running game. But it's like he couldn't make any throws. Like, we used to be so dynamic. Like, what Kansas City is right now is what we used to be, where it was, you know, you know, where they, you know, it's a third and one, uh, like a third and 13 or whatever, and they're able to frustrating. I, like I said, I'm never at a loss of words like this, but. Well, let me be honest with you, right? Let me be honest with you. When it comes to the Saints, especially on the offense, I only know two names, right? And that's uh, Kamar and Breeze, right? And I guess um, the young quarterback y'all got, but he's kind he's new, so we didn't really know about him. But like, I'm, none of your skill players, your wide receivers, your tight end, they don't jump out at me like as people of note. Like they don't jump out at me as dynamic players. They they're more like New England players where it's just a bunch of random folks that do the job, but they're not extraordinary. You, you know what I'm saying? Like like back in the day when y'all had uh, Graham. Remember what was his name? Uh, the tight end. Jimmy Graham. Like, he was a dynamic. Jimmy Graham, he was a dynamic player, right? Then they let him he was go. A weapon. And then back even even further back, y'all had Joe Horn. Y'all had names at, at the skill positions. And y'all don't have that anymore. Y'all y'all got a running game. You got a quarterback that makes throws to players, but it's like there's nobody there that you are afraid of when you line up on the other side of the ball. Michael Thomas. <laughs> he didn't I don't even think Michael Thomas had a catch tonight. Like it just all it just all fell apart in a lot of different ways. Drew can't throw the ball down the field anymore. Um mm-hmm. he's making oh, some real oh, poor man. decisions. Mm. Um the turnover it just it just went wrong and the part that irritates me the most is that every year when we lose like this, and this is three straight home mm. playoff losses, mm. that everything mm. was out there in front of us. Like we mm. could beat Green Bay next week. But mm. here we are sitting on our ass at the house again. This is frustrating, so and it makes that Super Bowl championship look problem. real small. Oh, no. It makes it look even more small. Like, okay, as a Falcons fan, I know I'm, I'm a bit of a, like, fucker New Orleans Saints all time, all day, every day. But I'm more a reasonable fan. Like, it, it, you know, I understand that, you know, you guys have put a good team together. You got a great coach, and y'all had a y'all have a really good team. Y'all, that's why y'all been running the division for the past, like, four or five years. But at the same time, like – Y'all niggas are choking in the playoffs, and there's something more behind that. That's there's something more at the decision making in, in on the biggest game of the year. Like I get it, there's y'all had some bad calls, but y'all could have won every playoff game for the past four years. And this this makes me believe there's more of a problem in New Orleans than what y'all think, right? Because your head coach is in charge of this shit, and whoever is making decisions, whether it's on offense or defense, they're making big mistakes in the biggest, like, moments of the year. And I don't know about you, but I haven't heard any, like, any, like, uh, OCs. What's your OC and your, your uh, DC's name? Like, they don't come up in names of, like, head coaching opening positions. 
Well, Pete Carmichael is the offensive coordinator, and Sean Payton calls a lot of the plays, and then the defensive coordinator is Dennis Allen, who's actually turned out. De- that was, you know, the defense always was the problem, and, and now it's like a flip-flop, like the offense is what's the problem now. Right. But, like, have you – I didn't hear his name mentioned in, like, head coaching vacancies this year, interviewing for any head coaching positions. Like, it, there's a problem. Like, I get Sean Payton runs that show, but, like, if the people he has in position – to make the decisions and he not letting them make decisions, that might be a fucking problem. I'm just putting it out there on the ledge. I get it. He won y'all a Super Bowl title forever ago, but it might be time to let Sean Payton go. I don't, you know, this was a conversation I had with my brother around like 2015, 16, that maybe he was the problem, but I don't, I don't really see yeah. him as, I don't really see him as, at first I did, but I really don't see him as the, as the problem anymore. I mean, but why he's not? a really good coach. So you feel like some okay, of this falls on. I give it well, to you. Okay. He took you right. to the Super Bowl and he won the Super Bowl, right? But how long ago was that Super Bowl? That was 2009. That's a long time ago. Okay. 2009. And it is 2021. Yeah. And y'all ain't made it back yet. Furthermore, it's not even nope. that y'all ain't made it back. And this is the real problem. This is the real problem. Y'all good enough to make it to the playoffs and deep into the playoffs, right? Y'all win your first playoff game where there's wild card or, like, division round, but y'all can't make it to the NFC Championship, period. Y'all can't even get to a Super Bowl. So that hurts you in the draft. So you can't draft anybody good or high-quality, you know, upper, you know, draft picks. I mean, you could be, obviously, y'all got a good farming system. Y'all know how to pick them. But just imagine if y'all was able to get, like, a top-five draft pick. Uh, you know, for a couple of years or at least, at least in the top 10, y'all can't even get that because y'all make it so deep in the playoffs just to choke. Like, that's a problem. <laughs> and I get it. Y'all y'all winning the division, but what good is winning the division every year and not doing shit in the playoffs? It's nothing. I mean, okay. So, like we talked about this off air. The Saints have lost my uh, basically my entire life. I mean, this Sean Payton era has been the best that we've ever been. So, from yeah. a win, winning tradition standpoint, yeah. Like, if your goal is to, be, you know, win divisions and, you know, go to the playoffs, then, yeah, we've built up a winning tradition where we're not just some doormat franchise. But if yeah. you're basing it on making making yourself like a um, – like a, like a glory franchise, like, which that's what would make – if you win two Super Bowls, you can kind of put yourself in that category of, Kind of like a glory franchise where you won more than once. So yeah, you're it depends a legit on what the expectations are. Yeah, you're legit. Right. But if you got just one in your only appearance, and granted it was a great run, but the further you get away from that, the more it seems like the the error that one we had with year. them. It was just yeah, it just, was one special it's year. It's just a big yeah, it's just a big disappointment, and it's frustrating. Like, it's like, well, I have some friends who never won a championship. You talking to me about that? I was like, dude, you won one. Like, yeah, but it looks really, really small when you put it up against the playoff losses in the manner that we've done them. And trust me, we've come up with some exciting ways to fuck up football games. And today is no different. And Yeah, today um, was the worst one. Like, I've seen some bad calls go against y'all. And even after the bad calls, I could see, you know, y'all still had opportunity to win, but you didn't execute because, you know, it's it's human emotion. It takes over, and I get it. You get passes for that. But you don't get a pass for every year, every year for four consecutive years. Something crazy happens, and y'all lose. Like, at that yeah. point, 
it's more of a stigma than it is a you know a coincidence like there's a problem there and like when there's a problem what you going to blame the players like at some point uh, coaching has to come into the listen Dan Quinn took us to a Super Bowl way deeper than we have been to since Chris Chandler, right? Yeah. That was one fluke year when we went with the Dirty Birds and Jamal Anderson. That was a fluke year. We made it back with Chris Chandler, I mean with uh, Dan Quinn, right? And Dan Quinn, had he won the Super Bowl, would still be the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons today. But he when would. you choke the Super Bowl away and then you you lose, you go the next three seasons and – or the next, uh, three out of four seasons, you start the seasons off as 0 and 7, 1 and 7, 0 and 6, and 0 and 6, or 0 and 5 this year, then that's a problem, right? Like, you're hindering the team at some point. Like, last year, not this year that just passed, but, the, you know, the 2019, we started off 0 and 6 and then won our last, like, six out of seven games or something like that. That fucks up your draft pick. We ended up picking like 12 or 13 because they want to win at the end of the year when it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Because they fighting yeah, for Dan Quinn's job. Like, that hurt us. I'm not saying every team needs to tank, but at a certain point in the season when you ain't winning no games, you got to fucking know it's time to let it go. Like, no, he, I, the ownership I, I, will at least tell you, you ain't going to make the playoffs. We wasn't going to make the playoffs with fucking Tampa Bay. Like, come on, y'all. I mean, not Tampa Bay, but what fucking New Orleans? Y'all was killing it last year, and even this year, like, y'all gotta, y'all gotta do, like, y'all gotta make some changes, bro. It's it's either head coaching, or offensive coordinator, or defense coordinator, or both, like, or all three. Like, at what point does Sean Payton keep getting the pass for shit he did in the past? Well, that winning that one ring it gets you equity up to a point. Like you just saw the Eagles fire Doug Peterson. He just won a Super Bowl. Well, that way was more bullshit. Than that, that was bullshit. That what the Eagles did. That's just bad ownership. And again, it's bad ownership because the owner is fucking, you know, beholden to these people, like to the quarterback and to that fucking general manager. When it's really the general manager should have won, who should have been fired. He has mismanaged that team tremendously. Nigga passed on DK Metcalf. Done deal. Done deal for me. That was the done deal for me. You know what I'm saying? But even still, that's a bad run organization. The Saints are not a bad uh, owned organization, right? Y'all got a good GM. Y'all got uh, that's why we picked y'all assistant GM to come and fuck with us. Yeah, but like, all of it should at some point. That, like... Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, and that's the part that's frustrating more than anything is that, yeah, we're we're supposedly so well run and all that stuff, but what in the end, what did it end up leading to? Because just like what you said, you get this far where essentially, like you're in the final, well, you're not in the final four, but you as as close as you can get to being final towards eight. the end as you final can eight. almost possibly get. Yeah, you like the right final here. eight. We, and Elite eight, is you're in, yeah, you're in a no man's land for a draft pick. I mean, yeah, you can uh-huh. find some diamonds in the rough, but you're not you're not in the the high part. We don't have really no successor in place. I mean, uh-huh. James Winston was on a one year deal. Um, uh-huh. You know, Taysom Hill 
Is he a quarterback? I mean, he had his moment this year where he showed that he could, mm-hmm. he could play that. And then now I'm, mm. I'm seeing, like, before we came on to record this pod, that Drew Brees isn't fully committing to retiring, that he might be considered. He cannot be the Saints quarterback next year. I hate saying that, considering all the wins mm. he's done. But there's no way he's enough to get you to the playoffs. Like, he's good enough to in the regular season to get you 10, 11 wins, get you in the playoffs. But now you see him is he though? in the now? first time in January. At this point in time? How old is Drew Brees? How old is Drew Brees? He's 42. 40-fucking-two. So, get it. Yep. I get it. He won your Super Bowl 11 years – not even 11 years ago. What is it? Is it 12 years ago? 11? Yeah. Yeah, 11 years ago. 12, yeah. So, he won your Super yeah. Bowl 11 years ago. That team that flipped over twice. You don't need to have the same players anymore. No, there's only – The only, thing the only people that are left over from that, from that run of winning that ring is the head coach, the punter, Thomas Morissette, and Drew. That's the only people – well, and – Malcolm Jenkins is to come back. So there's only, yeah, that's it. That's it. So you got three people. There's no love for any of those people there in that city. No, they, like, Drew Brees can go right now in New Orleans and get whatever he wants because he bought y'all a Super Bowl, and I get it. But, like, at some point, you have to stop being sentimental and be holding to people that did shit for you forever ago because – in today's NFL, it's very much what have you done for me lately. That's what cost Dan Quinn his job. That's what cost Raheem Morris getting a, a head coaching job. That's what cost Dirk, Dirk, uh, Dirk Cutter from getting a head coaching job because these niggas didn't do shit for us lately, and they did the same old bullshit. Now, I'm not thrilled with our choice of new leadership at the uh, at coach, right? I think there's some bullshit, yep. but, you know, that's my own personal gripe. At the end of the day, though, the Saints got to fucking realize that you have to start planning for your future. I, me and you said this off air uh, the other day. The Falcons window has closed, and I think tonight was looking at the Saints window closed. It's closed. Oh, at least for Drew Brees sure. at, at the helm. That that window is closed. Like, that window of y'all being able to make it to the fucking playoffs, getting to the Super Bowl. I mean, y'all can make it to the playoffs. That's great because the NFC South – Ain't that great? Because guess what? Tom Brady and them ain't going to be that great next year, right? I don't think that he's going to be – Tampa Bay is going to be as great as they were to this year. I think he had a very favorable fucking um, – uh, uh, they had a very favorable uh, – uh, what do you call it? Their schedule was very favorable to them, and yeah. they're not going to have the same schedule next year, right? They're not going to play the NFC uh, 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 East again. You know what I'm saying? Losing a whole bunch of with every team has a losing fucking record, right? And they're gonna be the NFC AFC South or AFC. It's gonna be some fucking tough ass opponents and niggas gonna get their ass drug. And Tim Bay gonna get their ass drug. So I'm not even worried about it. But like y'all gotta start thinking about what the fuck y'all future gonna look like. Cause Alvin Kamara ain't getting no younger. Right? No. No fucking the line ain't gonna get any younger. Every year that goes by is another year the motherfuckers get older and a little bit slower, a little bit weaker. Drew's, Drew's arm shows you right there. This nigga ain't right. He, it's time for him to let it go, right? And if he don't retire, then they really need to have a competition at quarterback to see who's going to be the fucking quarterback. Because while I mean, people it just showed do you, leave. It just shows you tonight. He just didn't. He just didn't. I, I've been screaming this internally for a while, like, you hate saying that about 
somebody who did you so much winning where I'm used to cursing at my quarterback. Like, I, I had five years of Aaron Brooks as my quarterback. So you best believe I spent Sundays cursing at people. I like and, the Aaron Brooks, by the way. <laughs> of course you liked him because your team was kicking our ass when he was our quarterback. So I'd like his ass yeah. too if I were y'all. Yeah, we got yeah. the uh, you got the but, good coach. So, so here's the thing: Matt Ryan has is probably is the winningest uh, quarterback in Atlanta Falcons history. I am nowhere near as held to Matt Ryan as you are to Drew Brees. And I get it; he won you one Super Bowl, but that was it. It was forever ago. It really was. See, that's it's, it's really time I'm, to move on. It's it's time to move on. Yeah, because this is what's gonna happen. When is his contract up? This is it. This was the second year of the one he signed. So, so this is the question: was, What you gonna give him more money? You gonna give him more money to come back? Nah, and in the future, you gonna you, listen. It, you will be clear from that cap hit if you don't re-sign him, and you can have money to sign somebody else. You can't give him no more big money. What you gonna sign him on a one and one, two year agreement? What at twenty five million a year? That's too much money. For a fucking forty-two-year-old quarterback. Yeah, it it needed to just it it, it needed to just be over with a few years ago. Like I, I hate feel to tell like you, it didn't even like y'all signed Tom Brady, who don't won five championships, right? And I hate to say yeah. it because you know I hate Tom Brady, but that nigga don't want five. <laughs> this this is a different situation. I just like, come I on, just feel bro. like. I just feel like had the referees made the damn call against the Rams and we won or at least made it, I think Drew would have retired two years ago. And if we win any of these other times when we should have, 2011, 2017, 18, 19, even this year, he's gone. He's gone already. Um, Bro, I don't know. it's been – that many consecutive years of y'all getting bounced out of the fucking playoffs. At some point, you got to stop. You got to take the fucking rose-colored glasses off and just look at the situation for what it is. This shit stinks, and there's a problem here. There's a problem here with mental toughness and, and discipline in the biggest moments of the game that counts. Regular season is fine. Right, niggas can make all the stats they want in regular season. You know what it is, and I'm about to disrespect your team in a way that you're gonna get so upset about. The New Orleans Saints are the Paul George of the NFC. Whoa, you ain't like that, did you? Paul, but no, because Paul, Paul George. Okay, think about it. Paul George is think a about really, it. He's a really, really. Good, I know what you're saying. He's a really, really good regular season player, but when it comes to playing in the playoffs, he kind of, you know, he's a little skittish. He, he talented as fuck in the regular season, and then he goes yeah. to the off season, and he fucking doesn't show up, and that's and that didn't the used to be the stigma with us. Like you don't, you can have playoff losses in there because even Tom Brady has lost in the playoffs. He's lost Super Bowls, but he ain't had four get that stigma years on you. No, think about not, it like not this. Think about this. I give you a football reference then. The only team that I've seen to have bigger playoff like collapses consecutively is the Buffalo Bills with Jim Kelly. Yeah. Fair fair assessment. This is Yeah, I I can see that cuz this is like I don't know how much you favor this um you know what Vegas says about 
uh, you know, numbers and who's favored and all that stuff. But this is the mm-hmm. third consecutive I I, I week. This is the third. But, but just based on who's favored, point spread, whatever. So this is the third consecutive year that we've been favored in a game at home and lost it in the playoffs. Because the last three, I know we lost four years in a row, but we weren't favored against Minnesota the first time. But these last three, the mm-hmm. Rams, the Vikings last year, and then the Bucks today, we were favorites at home to win and had leads in each game. I know they were small leads. It was 6 nothing today, and then it, it ended up being like 20 to 13. But we had leads in each one of these games and it still ended up losing the game. This shit is frustrating. <sighs> it's almost easier to just go no. back to just losing. Oh, no, I know it's frustrating. You, you're talking to a nigga who favorite team is the is infamous for 28-3. No matter what the Falcons do for the rest of the time, they can win five Super Bowls. they always going to be known for the one team, for that one Super Bowl that they lost by that type of manner. So, and I get it. My whole city got to carry that shit on their back. What so I also what would you rather have? Is, Let me ask you. Let me ask you this. All right. I got my one championship, and I got friends of mine who get on my ass all the time when I start talking about winning another one. And these are friends of mine who don't have rings where they're telling me, man, shut the hell up. You won one. Stop talking about wanting another one when some of us ain't even sniffed one yet. But what That's I'm true. saying is, is that it makes – would you rather have this one and then all these playoffs yes. fucking humiliating yes. defeats yes. versus yes. – you, are you sure? You you sure listen, about that? Listen, so you would trade listen, one that one listen. championship for this agony for the last four years. Listen, listen. You got to understand where I'm from. Where am I from? I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. You're, Atlanta. Yes, you are. Don't say yeah. the T's. Atlanta, Georgia, right? <laughs> I lived through the Atlanta Braves choking several championship opportunities, and they won one. And you know what? I am super happy about it. Now, I would have loved to won more from the Braves, but I remember being a kid w- crying in my daddy's shoulder because Charlie Lee ran through that fucking home run in game seven. I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember when the fucking Braves choked to the fucking Yankees after being up two games to zero and then came back and got Drug four straight games. I yeah. even lived through last year them niggas being up three one in the in the NLCS and choking to the fucking Dodgers, right? And everybody knows I lived through twenty eight to three. I've seen it all. And having, but the one thing that I can say is my Atlanta Braves are a World Series champion. We are a champion, yeah. and it feels good knowing that your team is a champion. But my Hawks and my my Falcons are not champions, and I cannot say that. It feels better. Period. Yeah, you lost four straight years, but guess what? If you win another ship, nobody will talk about that ever again. It's just that quick. But never running one and choking in the in the Super Bowl the way we did. Oh, that shit is agony. You can't tell me it ain't. You have it way easier. You got to go to a parade, and you know you got to get see them niggas bring the championship in with champagne and all kind of dumb shit. The Falcons ain't gonna do this, so politely suck my dick, friend. <laughs> Be happy. So you saying, but but hear me out, okay? 
it makes that championship. And I know I, I can feel your middle finger. I know we're on radio here. I can just feel it with what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. But it makes it so much smaller. Yes, we won the championship. But every year we keep blowing this shit. It makes the Super Bowl that you want to look more like just a fluke and just a, like you said <laughs> before, one magical season. And that's it. Mm. And technically what I told you I, off, offline was this shit was fixed for y'all niggas to win because of Hurricane Katrina. That's what I said. Get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> and and guess what? <laughs> By y'all losing every year in the playoff, it makes it more and more prevalent that that was a six. <laughs> this is... <sighs> you ain't like that uh, one. Yeah, that's it. That's going to be the new go-to. <laughs> that's the new go-to. Oh, that's the new kick in the ball here? Because, I, I mean, I could call about 283 all day long, but... What what really does it mean? What the only the only difference between you and I is that championship that continues to shrink. Like in a minute, I'm gonna sound like somebody who's bringing up something like you know again from like 15, 20 years ago, where it's like, yeah, you won one, but how long ago was that? Like you can't keep bringing up that one that one ring in a minute. It just becomes like kind of embarrassing a little bit. Y'all are gonna be like worst Dallas Cowboys fan. <laughs> We talk about the glory days of one season. Like, oh, the glory what? days of the Cowboys, But the Cowboys got three titles, so <laughs> they better off than y'all. Yeah, but just... Damn, friend. This shit is... I, you know what? I tried to tell myself, because I, I was wondering where my head was with that, because I wasn't nervous all day before the game. I was, like, excited, ready to see what was going to happen. And usually mm. I had this feeling in the back of my head, like, when I feel like we're going to lose and I try to, like, suppress it. But today I did not have that feeling. I'm like, you know, we might actually have a shot, you know. Drew, he's going <laughs> to give it all he can in this one last hurrah. And that was not the case at all. And – don't everybody have that feeling though? Or maybe it's just me as a Falcons fan. I had that feeling every game. <laughs> like it's like the pit in my stomach goes, when they gonna choke it and when how bad is the loot loss gonna be by. I've had that feeling since oof, I've had that feeling since Mike Smith. Since Michael Vick. After Michael Vick. Teddy uh uh, uh since uh not Teddy but what's the what's the Byron Leftwich when he was the the fucking quarterback of the Falcons and these niggas oh, were God. terrible. And Bobby Petrino, trash ass. And Mike Smith, trash ass, came in. I've had that feeling since then. I've been dealing with that feeling for over fucking 10, 12 years of the Falcons losing and how bad they're going to lose by. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, I just... So you really walk around with that for real? Like, like so oh, every every for them? Yeah, and it's, I, I guarantee you, if you ask a lot of Falcons fans, they all expect that. It, it was before twenty-eight to three. It was, it was, but it's been way before twenty-eight to three. Like people say, "Oh, you don't got faith in your team, nigga." My team has been blowing leads for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like Michael Vick was the last time I had a feeling that the Falcons could win anything. Once Michael Vick left, once um, uh, Jim Moore Jr. left. Cause I fucked with Jim Moore Jr. He was a good coach, you know. Once they left town and shit, you know, and then Bobby Petrino came in here, trash. Byron Leftwich, trash. And these niggas was choking. We went three and ten that season. Terrible. They're terrible. 
Then the next year we got Matt Ryan. Nobody wanted Matt Ryan. Nobody wanted Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan ain't been wanted in Atlanta since he got here. The guys really had a bum rap. He won a, a fucking MVP, took the team to the Super Bowl. But out of fucking 13 years of being here, he done had two decent seasons. Three. I give him that uh, NFC Championship run he went to when they got beat by the 49ers and capping it. Other than that, it's been terrible. And we've been living with that feeling for 13 years. Because Matt Ryan makes bad decisions. Any Falcons fan will tell you. Some way we're going to choke the game and lose. And we've had that feeling for a long fucking time. I don't know, man. I'm, I know that whenever my brother hears this or whomever listens to, to this who ends up being a Saints fan, they're going to be like, wow, you really feel bad about winning the title? But I'm telling you, man, it makes it shrink more with every one of these losses. Like it does. It makes it feel, it makes it look real bad. Just like Craig told A Day on next Friday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when like, they he got the car. He's like it's like it don't look too bad, dude. Like, no, it look real bad. <laughs> real bad. It do look real bad. <laughs> and this scratch makes it look real ugly. Yeah. That's what y'all should look like real bad, nigga. It's fucked up. So it's now, funny to me, but you know. Of course, well, of course it's funny. Of course it's funny to you. It should be funny to you. You should be loving this shit. You know, I mean, I'm trying to be a supportive friend, but, you know, I understand that shit's funny to me. Fuck the things, too. Like I said, fuck the vote. Like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I was so glad when y'all niggas didn't win the title in my fucking city, nigga. <laughs> oh, nigga, I thought y'all didn't go to the Super Bowl. Man, I was, I was, listen, you want to talk about somebody that was out of their mind when that call didn't go through and we didn't get it. Because had we came here and won that one, bro, that would have been the last football game I ever watched in my life. Like, we won the Super Bowl in nigga. Atlanta, I'm done. This is not... Done. I was yeah, tired. Nigga. I didn't want Tom Brady to make it either, but he won the Super Bowl in Atlanta in the most boringest fucking Man. football game ever. And that's okay. Because the wrong team was there. I was praying. I wanted Saints. Patriots so bad. I wanted y'all to suffer so bad. Like the 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 dude that stole your dream against the team you hate the most in your building, and it almost happened. Yeah, and they stole it. It bro. almost, but it didn't. And it didn't happen. You know why? Because Choke City, nigga. But that's what happens, nigga. <laughs> this, this, this is the New Orleans Choke City, nigga. Like we we choke a game, y'all choke several games. Like and that's just what it is. There's <sighs> no playoffs. Yeah, you know, y'all niggas. I mean, I could wait on a scale and say, you know what, we had another good season, we won the division, nope. blah blah blah. But it don't mean shit. We ain't the Cincinnati Bengals. We ain't here to just be eight and eight and just be making the playoffs. Fuck that. We're supposed to be trying to win. <laughs> nigga, making the playoffs is not is not a accomplishment for y'all. It is nothing. <laughs> making the playoffs and winning one game, <laughs> winning one playoff it's game n- is not enough. Yeah, me. against a bad team is nothing. It <laughs> it means zero. It means zero. Nigga. And I look up. What I the fuck happened to the like, defense, nigga? Defense was okay today. We just kept putting them in bad spots because Drew Brees and, and Jared Cook couldn't hold on to the mother. Man, they couldn't hold on to the ball. And now I'm looking around. I'm like, the Buffalo Bills are in the championship game and we can't win a game at home? The Bills. This is Josh Bumass Allen, nigga. Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh fucking <This> Allen. <laughs> Is they're, they're one Patrick Mahomes still in concussion protocol from playing for the championship. And 
just and I, and I'm not trying to pick uh, on Buffalo, but this which is the means, point I'm making. If, just imagine if Buffalo beats Kansas City and, and Patrick Mahomes is not able to fucking play, that means Tom Brady could potentially be winning a Super Bowl in the NFC, nigga. God damn. Could yeah. you imagine? I can't imagine if Kansas City win another fucking Super Bowl before y'all. But he could. Or, Think or even about before it for us. a second. If they beat, but he could. If they beat the Packers, if they beat the Packers, and then they play Buffalo, that motherfucker done whooped Buffalo for 20 years. What's one more game? They going to whoop and Buffalo's gotta... ass, bro. Mm-mm. Fuck this, man. I'm... I, I, and, you know, we must be really good friends for me to be cool enough to document my frustration on a podcast to be replayed over and over. But I just had to oh, say okay, something. Because tonight I'm friendly, but I'm legit giving you until 12 o'clock before the meme start, nigga. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> well, I also know that more shit is coming because I know we're doing this podcast on the radio. And, again, we're talking to our <laughs> good buddy, Big Debo, resident Falcon fan. All right? <laughs> Check him out. My Black Friends Podcast, <laughs> RadioCircus.net. Yeah, if you want, nigga, because right now we talk about this nigga and his shit, nigga. These goddamn saints, saints, nigga. That's what it is. Ain'ts is back, nigga. <laughs> I mean, I'm a whole, easy there. Easy there. I mean, we still rule the division now. I mean, I know we didn't that don't mean get shit. the job done That's the biggest, in the Just playoff. because you're the tallest nigga in Midgetland don't mean you're the best nigga out here, nigga. Fuck all that uh, shit. It, 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 it's a frustrating kick in the ass, and <laughs> it's it, – I, I just I, – man, look, this is what we do. We talk. We're podcasts. We talk. And I'm literally, like, I'm pissed, and there's so many things that's up, like, about to explode, but it's hard to put it into words, like how frustrating this is where, you know, you're playing the game, you're feeling like you got a shot, things are kind of going your way, and then it's just over. It's just done. Yeah. And yeah, it was over too, Nikki. Mm-hmm. I, I know you're enjoying this shit, and as you should be. It is. I am. I'm eating it with a with a with a with a fucking fancy spoon and everything. And it's spoonfuls. I'm just just bathing in your fucking sorrow. It's it's fantastic because I understand. You know, again, I was upset on Friday. You know, but there's a bright side to it. Hopefully, the season is over with. Y'all can regroup, and hopefully, your owner really gonna have a conversation with this GM because Drew Brees do not need to come back. That's it. They, I would I would just tell him like this. I'll be like, Drew. Listen, I would be straight up and say, Drew, this is it. If you want to come back, you're gonna be coming back on a teaching basis only. And I would try to trade any bullshit I can in the draft to move up either draft spaces or what I've been hearing is a lot of people talking about y'all niggas trying to make trades to get Deshaun Watson. And if you could make it work, I would say go after him. If he wants to come there, I mean, I mean, and he do got a no trade clause. You know, the only team he said he wanted to be go to was Miami, but I mean, I, I mean, I guess, but I mean, you know, what do we have to offer up? I mean, I mean, there's, there's nothing, certain people that people nothing. on the team that are untouchable. Like, it's like you look at the whole roster and every everybody but Kamara, Cam Jordan, and. Michael Thomas, basically the rest of the roster is open. Tell us what you want. But this team Listen, has more issues than just 
Y'all ain't really got no we offensive got pieces for him to, to go with him. Oh, no, we need a quarterback. <laughs> this is what's funny, bro. This is what's really funny. You know the only team he follows on Twitter is the Atlanta Falcons. But well, why would he want to come here? He don't even follow the Texans. I mean, he—you know—he used to work for the Falcons. He—he he from Gainesville. Deshaun from Gainesville. Oh, okay. So maybe he just want to come home, but he, maybe it's it's about being where he's comfortable because he can't want to come here and win. Well, I mean, I don't know if y'all can keep the pieces around him to make him win. But, I mean, that's what people are saying on, you know, that's what I watch on ESPN. It's like, yo, the Saints can use him, blah, 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 and then that should be a nice-ass roster, nigga. I mean, if you literally just plug him into what y'all got right now, that's a Super Bowl contender off top. Could you imagine the backfield, Kamara and Watson? Oof. I, I can't because I keep in the back of my mind if we get to January, I'm just going to be saying, all right, cool. So how are we going to fuck this, this playoff run up now? Cause that's what it's oh, no. Be. See, that's the thing. Drew Brees fucking up playoff runs. You can't you can't let him fuck up a playoff run. This It's well, impossible I, I can, if you bring Deshaun Watson in right now. Any real team that's got a decent team around him, if you bring in Deshaun Watson right now, you're instantly a Super Bowl contender. Period. Especially in the NFC. Period. There's no athletic mobile quarterbacks in the NFC like that. Man, that's what makes this shit so frustrating because I know that we were a better team than Tampa Bay. We just kind of gave it away today. And I know that we could go up there. Well, I mean, you, bought, you beat them Green Green twice. Yep. Y'all beat them twice. So, you know. Decisively, yep. And it, the thing was, it's like, y'all beat them twice, but at the same time, it was like, these niggas had time to study y'all two games. And the third time you play a team is always going to be tough. It happens. The Browns just beat the fucking damn uh, Steelers. So, come on, man. It's just, don't don't take it too heavy, nigga. It's, it was – y'all was poised – if any team was poised to get fucking upset this weekend, it was y'all. That's why people have been talking about it. Because it wasn't just like y'all was playing some rookie quarterback. Y'all niggas was playing fucking Tom Brady. Mike Evans. Yep. Antonio Brown, Gronk. Like, come on. That team been loaded since the beginning of the year. It's so fucking frustrating. It ain't like y'all niggas got beat by the Browns. <laughs> With no wait, coach. Wait, wait, like gotta, now, that's the worst beat. I was going to say, ease, ease up on the Browns a little bit. I got a little soft spot for them because my, uh, my white people from, from that, that side, so I kind of was hoping cool, for them. That's cool, but that both, shit was trash. Listen, there's no way they should have won that game, nigga. They just they went out there and won one for the Gipper, nigga. They coach got COVID. They wouldn't league wouldn't cancel the game or reschedule the game, and them niggas went out there and did the damn thing. Listen, that's a good that's a good move. And then they got beat today, and it wasn't even that bad. So like you know, no, I mean you could almost put let's not act like the, the Browns ain't been a dumpster fire for like. Don't act like the Browns ain't been a dumpster fire for like twenty years. They have been. No, nah, but they're trending in the right direction. And you could almost say based on their young roster that their future is brighter than a whole lot of other teams that's out there. Like, oh, they're probably going to be around for a minute. Yeah, so you think brighter than them too. They got a young quarterback oh, yeah, everybody know that. with heart. They got, a, they got a young quarterback with heart, and they got a crazy-ass fan base who are behind them a 1,000%. And, you yeah. know. They 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 lost today and it feels bad, but they could say that their season was a success. They made the playoffs. They won a playoff game. They beat the Steelers. 
and they hung in there with the champs. For us, what what the fuck do we got? Another another shirt and a hat saying we won the South. Big deal. So what? Yeah, no, that's y'all shit was a failure. Like that's that's a difference. They are this is you know it's, upcoming because this is the first win for them. You on the other hand is that's a fucking fail. Like you know y'all niggas have been there done it's that. Compl- yeah, it's a fail. It's a complete fluke. I, know, I listen, man. You ain't got to play me. We were, we go back a few years, many years now. So I know I know part of you is like, yep, yeah, feeling pretty good about it that it happened to you. But at the same time, you're also mm-hmm. realistic and somewhat objective sometimes. No, no, no. I, 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 I mean, good about I didn't it. care. Yeah, I'm happy that you're feeling pain because you're a Saints fan and the Saints fuck, fuck the Saints. But I mean, like, legit, and I'm being honest with you, I fucking hate Tom Brady. I hate Tom Brady more than I hate the Saints. And, like, a lot of Atlanta fans don't feel that way, and I get that, but I do. So, fuck the Knicks. You know what, Debo? Before we get it frustrated, you know what? I'm going to just take a step back here. I figure what we could do is I I, I got some special don't at me questions just for you to try to lighten up this mood here because I'm pissed and I'm irritated (laughs) and – I just I don't know what to do with myself, but I know I will say this though before we um, get into that is that um, definitely want to have you back again to just talk about things other than sports, and then also have you have a chance to talk to Max and my brother too because I know that you probably got a couple things to say to him about this shit because no, he's, he's super irritating. No, your brother is actually cool. Your brother don't talk shit a lot. He might have said one or two things, but he don't really talk a lot of shit, unlike you. It's like night and day with y'all two niggas, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I really ain't got nothing to say. I just would have loved to hear him, you know, cry. I would love to, you know, drink on those tears in my special soup that I made of y'all fucking Saints fans. But, you know, it's not a big deal. You know, I'm a, I'm more of a realist where I know this is a – I want to know what your take was on where the Saints are going to be in the future because, like – after four years of not getting to the big one, not even making to the East, to the to the NFC Championship for for that matter, where do you see y'all team going? Like, do you think it's time to blow it up and rebuild? At some point, yeah, making playoffs is cool, but if you keep getting put out in this specific game every year, when are you going to blow it up and try to rebuild it? Because you got to do it at some point. The longer you delay it, the longer it's going to take. This was it right here. This is the one. Um, Yeah. That that Minnesota miracle, that bullshit, that was was like, you may never see a play like that again for the rest of your life. That's just some fluky-ass shit. So nobody was like, oh, that was was fluky. That's all it was. Yeah. It just was a a fluke, a crazy thing that happened. So, yeah, it pissed me off, but I didn't feel it like, oh, well, you know, this is the end of the road. It felt like we could come right back. Um, the Nola no call in that championship game against the Rams is the one that's the big gaping hole. Because if we win that one, even if we would have lost this one today, it's like, well, look, you know, we got our two, we're good, shit happens, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, today was the day to let us know that we got enough to be a playoff team, but nothing more. So we need more dynamic players on on offense, another pass rusher, mm-hmm. and we need some help in the secondary. Um. Yeah, man. This was this this four years we won more games than anybody in the league. Ain't got nothing to show for it. So yeah, 
Um, That's, it's, it's time to it's time to do something else. Y'all got to get something better. I mean, I know y'all draft well, and y'all pick good players, but y'all need some star power on that offense, like a good, strong tight end or a good, strong receiver to go along with Michael Thomas to make it easier to throw these balls. Y'all need some more fucking, like you said, some more pass rush on that defensive side. Yeah, I mean, my team need everything. We need a whole defense. <laughs> we need pass rush. We need fucking uh, secondary help. The only thing we got is one good linebacker, and that's, that's Deion Jones. Other than that, I, I we ain't got shit, right? So blow the whole motherfucking – oh, J.D. Gray, I, I, I take that back. Them two. Everybody else can goddamn get the fuck on, right? So your, your team is better poised to rebuild than my team, but y'all ain't embraced the rebuild yet. Like I was talking to this guy up here that does a show um, – his name Pat Coltrane. He's a Panthers fan. And, like, I've been telling him the whole season, you know, they got a new coach and, you know, they just signed Teddy Bridgewater, which I think was a fucking mistake. Like, at some point, y'all got to embrace the rebuild and know that y'all going to lose for a couple years before you get back right again. Period. Cam is gone. That whole team is gone. Y'all niggas, the only bright spot y'all niggas got right now is Christian McCaffrey. So, you know, the only, when you got three fucking four teams trying to rebuild in the NFC South, it's looking like Tom Brady gonna be in this bitch for a little bit longer, nigga. And doesn't but, that just doesn't that just warm your heart? Because I'm, I'm sure it just warms nah, mine as well. It pisses <laughs> me off to no end. To no end. But let's get to these questions. So, yeah, I, real quick before. Um, we get to uh, don't at me here. I want to give a a, a shout out to uh, the guys from ATA Entertainment. Uh, they're the ones that have been uh, supplying a lot of the th- uh, back- background music that you hear on the show, whether we're on YouTube or just doing a uh, a regular podcast uh, of only audio. Um, Rockies is the one responsible for the uh, the new theme song you heard for the aftermath and the beginning that instrumental. And don't at me actually has a new theme song also by Barry X which I'm about to get into right now and see what Debo has to say since he's been kicking me in the balls for the last 45 minutes. <laughs> no, that's what the Saints did to you, brother. Wait, hold on. You said that's what they did to me? They, they're they the ones that's that... That's the Saints been doing to you. They're kicking you in your own balls. Nigga. Not me. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't even roast. I'm just talking to you. No, it, it's... It, 12.03, it, though. It, it, felt, <laughs> it felt like a kick in the ass. It really did. did it wasn't. Listen, listen. What I did was hold you and give you a hug. I gave you a, a strong embrace. That's what I. That's did. what it is. Yeah, man. Everybody's a goddamn comedian. <laughs> that kick right, in the ass gonna come in a know. couple minutes though. And pack up all me, man. All right, you already know how this works already with Don't At Me. And if you're not familiar with it and you're listening to it, go back and check it out. I ain't explaining it. You'll figure it out. All right. <laughs> that nigga don't even want to host. That nigga so mad. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> go back and listen to the archive. All right. Is it, when they make these movies about, you know, a figure, is it biopic or biopic? Biopic. Biopic sound like something in medicine or some shit. Like, oh, I'm coming in here for a biopic surgery. This is biopic, nigga. Don't at me. Come on. 
<laughs> Some people say it both ways. For me, I just say, I mean, they biopic, weird. biopic, they, they're biopic. weirdos. Then. <laughs> I don't biopic, know. I don't know what bionic. Like, that's what that shit sounds like. Bi- when I hear biopic. biopic, I think of the bionic man. They're like, no. Alright. When you say a year, like how it is now, like 2020, do you say it like this? So is it 2018? Is it 2018? Or is it 2018? So how do you say the year? Would you say 2021? Or would you say 2021? Or 2021? Like, how do you say Well, so that depends. So like when it was just like single digits, I would say like 2008, 2009. But like once it got the double digits, I would I say 2010, 2012, 2021. I don't say 2021. Like I see, I heard somebody say 2021. Like no, nigga, we're not doing that, bitch. Don't at me on this shit. That's crazy. Who <laughs> says it like that? It's, it's 2021. You'd be shocked. I mean, I don't know. I I almost agree with you. Where if it's like, so now that we've hit. You know, 2020, 2019, stuff like that. You just, it's easier just saying it that way. 2018, 2017, you know, yeah. everybody got time for all that shit. Yeah, right. it's easy to say it like that. But when it's single digits, it's, it's hard. Because I've heard niggas say 2008. Like, what? Ugh. Like, what the fuck is that? Just say, you know, 2008, or like, now we're in, this is 2021. All right. Hey, this is another pronunciation one. What's that? Hold on, guess what? The same thing won a Super Bowl since 2009. Ha ha ha. The Falcons have won, haven't won one since 2009. Never. Check it. <sighs> that didn't land as right. good as mine. Is it pronounced comparable or comparable? Ooh. 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 Uh, I mean, it depends. So, like, if I'm saying, if I'm, com- oh, I don't know. It, hmm. Uh huh. <sighs> you caught me on that one. Cause see, when I want to be fancy and shit, I say comparable. You know, when I'm like talking to a business meeting, well, it's comparable to this TPS report. Like that's what you would say. <laughs> but if you just talk with somebody, like we talking about, we comparing the Bills versus the fucking Saints. It's comparable. Right, that the the bills from the '90s are just like the Saints from that now. Right, they both choke <sighs> in the fucking playoffs for consecutive years. Right, it's comparable. Well, at least you know we making the motherfuckers. You know, so no, no I don't think it doesn't matter. That making this shit, you can't even keep saying that making this shit. You even know that I can't. I can't. Shit, <laughs> shit you can say this shit the first two times. <laughs> Four times in, that shit don't matter, nigga. That shit's trash. No, it's it's a kick in the ball. No, we guy. keep making it. Right, you keep losing too, nigga. <laughs> hey, listen. I don't know if you eat KFC or not, but if you had a choice, which is better from KFC? Do you go original or extra fish? Original recipe, hands down. Don't add me. Like, like extra crispy is okay if you get it in like a combo or it's free. But like, if you going in there to pay for one set of chicken, it's original recipe. It's the best fucking chicken, nigga. Like, get the fuck out of it. It's fact. Nobody, nobody. You only take the extra crispy box if they just out of it and you really want something from there. But it's original. Right. Like, if you got like, if they got a deal where it's like ten pieces original, ten. Uh, extra crispy, then cool. 
But know this, the original gonna always get ate up. Even the dark meat, because I know a lot of people that don't eat dark meat, and they will eat dark meat original recipe. All right, I got one last one for you here, Devo. So when it comes to TV, man, you watch it live or you DVR it? DVR it. Don't at me. I don't have time enough to fucking watch live, right? I got a six-year-old, and he ran bunches, right? And when he go to sleep at night, I can go sit on that couch and watch all my DVR shit. Even if I'm, you know, I've done shit where I will record something where I was halfway watching it, go and do something else, and then come back and finish watching later. The DVR has changed my life. It's DVR over everything. Well, I would say this. The DVR is that way, especially when it comes to certain events. But there are certain things, especially due to the social, due to social media, that you have to watch live. And I think the only thing that really fits in that category is probably sporting events. Because somebody's going to end up spoiling yeah. that shit for them. But yeah, well, I don't care about sporting events because I ain't watched... I mean, I watch basketball highlights and shit on YouTube. And uh, football, I haven't watched football all fucking year because fuck the Saints and the fucking Falcons. And Tampa Bay and all these motherfuckers, right? I ain't fucking watch most sports, but you're right. Sports will be the only thing that you gotta watch live. That's the only thing, you know, because you can even get away with that. And like, if you watching wrestling, you watching AEW, or you watching WWE, you can, you know. Nigga, I, I record all this later shit, on. and I just fast forward through the shit that I don't. That's even better because you can just fast forward through the shit you don't want to watch. Some shitty matches, yeah. Because they are. <laughs> there are some shitty ones out there, but you can even get away with that, too, even though it's cool to watch it live. But I'll tell you one thing, man. One thing that, about this episode where I was getting hit, you know, venting and getting my ass kicked or whatever is that we definitely had a good time playing Don't At Me with Big Devo on the aftermath. He's going to get the high-budget applause. Bruh, you've been on this show more than anybody else. Any other friend that we have, you've been on here more than anybody. And every time you deliver, I need to get even a title. when you're giving me... I need, a, I need a belt. What, like great, greatest guest in the history of this, in the history of this yeah. show? Undisputed, nigga. Matter of fact, I got a wrestling belt right now. I'm going to just put a post note as the longest reigning uh, guest on your show. That's what I'm about to do. It's, I mean, it's facts. It's facts. And, um, you know, I, I'll say this even though, you know, you been going at me about this football thing is that you said a long time ago, man, anytime I call you to come on here, you're readily available. I appreciate it. You know, every time like clockwork, I'm like, yo, you want to do something, especially impromptu like this, that wasn't planned. And you like, just let me know. And here we are doing it, man. So um, I wish it was under different circumstances. In my view, you know, I wish this was like a recap of us about to play the championship game instead. It's um. <laughs> I wouldn't have came me. on, bitch. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have came on. Fuck you. <laughs> that wouldn't have one time. I was like, no, <laughs> fuck out of here, nigga. <laughs> but no, nah, nah, man. I like I said, I definitely um appreciate um the time and everything and shooting the breeze. And we're having you back on again soon, man, to shoot the breeze. Um, we got this thing that we about to do soon on the on the show where we got all the hosts where we doing bring a friend night. So definitely gonna reach out to you when we do that for sure. You can come talk shit with yeah, the rest man. of us, man. Listen, let me know whenever I'm always I, I always support my my black uh, brothers and sisters and anything they do. And so if they ever need me and I can do it, even if it's as simple as just like late night, just on a fucking phone call, that's easy for me. I, I'll never say no to some shit like that. You might hear me say no to like I can't give you fifty dollars, 
<laughs> I can't give you fifty dollars. <laughs> but if you need some non monetary shit, I got you. I even help niggas move. I, got I hate your niggas move. Nah, not even when they feed you. You know what I'm saying? Nobody right. likes that shit. This shit is terrible. This shit is terrible. It's, don't fucking pay me in food, bitch. Pay me in something else. Yeah, money. money. <laughs> Give me something else. Like I don't. It's like I do not want a Wendy's cheeseburger, my dude. I I need some some money in my pocket. Nah, nigga, these but niggas nah. don't even do that. They, let me tell you what niggas do. They go and order a whole bunch of five dollar hot ready's and shit, and bring that shit back to the house like that's what's up with some warm Man, ass somebody, soda. Somebody, somebody do that to me like that. You might feel like you don't like you don't like me or something, dog. Like what the fuck you call me over here for? That's what we doing. Like, are we cool or what? So. Listen, we can talk yeah, about another time. I got some horror stories about helping niggas move, bro. Man, sound like story time with Big Devo. Then talking about that, then you know we down for whatever crazy conversation. So again, man, you know definitely appreciate the time. Um, for the people who are downloading, will download this and listen to this. We appreciate your support. You know, checking us out every week. Watch on YouTube. Download. Um, yeah, man. Also check out um. All our episodes in the archive. Um, we're on Instagram. Just uh, look for It's the Radio Show on Facebook, The Radio Show. Yeah, check us out. Debo, you plugging anything, man? Where they, where can they find you online, man? <clears throat> yeah, man. Y'all could just hit me up on Twitter at underscore Big Debo ATL. I got a um, like from Carrie uh, Champion yesterday, so I feel pretty good about myself. Okay. Uh, you can hit up my show. <laughs> yeah, Carrie Champion, right? She bad as fuck. Um, <laughs> She, uh, you can hit me up on um, the Facebook, uh, My Black Friend Show on Facebook, or Black uh, Friend Show on Twitter. You know, I run all the ma- major social media for my shit, so. Nice, man. Nice, nice. So we'll be releasing this so people can feel my anguish and laugh at me and all the other stuff, and that's fine. But, you know, people want to have a good laugh at my expense because, you know, why not? Saints gonna saint. Or I should say Saints ain't gonna ain't. <laughs> Everybody's a damn comedian. Come sit on the couch next to I don't want to, but I ain't got no choice. <laughs> nope. Get out of here, man. But again, Devo, man, appreciate <laughs> you, man. You know, for sure, man. I appreciate the time, man. Alright. Anytime, Check out the radio show that... Appreciate it. The radio show, The Aftermath, with our man Big Devo, and old 16 over here in these walls with these damn saints kicking me in my ass again. But thank y'all for listening. Look out for another new episode this week with the rest of the crew on YouTube and audio. When y'all, you know when you dropping again, Devo? You're not too sure yet. It's, it's whenever. We not due to drop another three months. All right. Well, cool, man. Again, thanks for being a good friend and being there to kick me in the behind when I need it, even though I don't need it right now. Appreciate you. <laughs> Later, bro. All right, man.